This is CQ Roll Call's Policy Briefs, the latest in policy news from the CQ Roll Call Newsroom. I'm Kate Ackley. I cover politics, and we've been looking this week at the latest in redistricting. The delayed 2020 census is out with new apportionment for House seats, and six states in the South and Midwest will pick up additional seats in the House in the next election. We have a lot unknown, a lot of uncertainty. Again, this is months delayed because the pandemic really made it hard for the census officials to get their account in. So even with all this uncertainty, we, you know, we don't know the congressional lines themselves, the actual district boundaries are not expected until later this year. And, you know, there are likely to be legal challenges ahead um, in specific states, specific congressional districts. Um, so it's really difficult to predict how big a role these shifting seats might play in the fight for control of the House. But here's what we do know. Texas will pick up two additional House seats. It, you know, they always say everything's bigger in Texas and it's the most, uh, it picks up the most seats of, of any other uh, state. Then Colorado, Florida, Montana, North Carolina, and Oregon each will get an additional House member. These are lawmakers. These new House seats will be in place for the 118th Congress when it convenes in January of 2023. So some of these states, you know, clearly skew toward one party, Texas and Florida, you know, where Republicans will control the redistricting maps. So that is likely, uh, those, those states are likely to see Republicans gain as a result of these new seats. Same for North Carolina. You know, we sort of give Republicans the edge there. But we can't dismiss that some of these uh, seats are going to be competitive. They are. And states that lean much more Democratic, Colorado and Oregon, both have bipartisan methods in place to redraw their district lines. So those additional seats are not sure bets for the Democrats. Um, and, And actually, it seems like there's a lot of evidence that those new districts will be potentially swinging or competitive. Montana's another interesting one. You know, obviously, Republicans really dominated there in 2020. Voters in Montana went for President Trump at the time by 57% in 2022. Um, But Democrats have reasons not to write off the second seat at all. An independent commission will draw up the boundaries. Now that commission is appointed by lawmakers, but uh, is yet an independent commission. And if if they carve out kind of an east-west configuration with Missoula and Bozeman together, that could make a very competitive district and is something that Democrats really have their eyes on. We had a little bit of news today, even before these district lines are drawn in Montana, former Congressman and Interior Secretary during the Trump administration, Brian Zinke, filed uh, paperwork with the Federal Election Commission to start a campaign account for that second district. Again, that isn't even we don't even know the boundaries of that, but already we're starting to see some people uh, raise their <laughs> raise their hands and say they want to get into that. You know, other things that we're going to be looking at in terms of how competitive these new seats might be. You know, you have to look at the political landscape in each of these states, and some of them, including North Carolina and Colorado, will have really high profile and expensive Senate contests in 2022. So you'll have super PACs and other outside groups really flooding the airwaves in states like that. And that could affect who shows up to vote and how they vote in the new congressional district. So we'll be watching. We have a lot to watch 
um, here over the coming months in the next 18 months of the 2022 election cycle and how this redistricting will take shape.